Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Digest. Riker, the Toronto Raptors got their first, we'll call it real win of the season last night versus the Sacramento Kings. This will be a little bit of a game reaction, but more of a discussion about where do the Raptors go moving forward, specifically at the center position, because the Raptors, Aaron Baines, obviously the center we all projected to be the starting guy in that role this year, has really struggled over the past few games and really over the whole season in translating to winning. And... Nick Nurse came out starting Alex Len last night, but that was sort of a little bait and switch, and Alex Len only played the first four minutes, Riker, and a small ball the rest of the way, and we actually looked like the Toronto Raptors last night. Yeah, Ben, the emergence, we can't waste another second before we bring up that Pascal Siakam has arrived back on the scene in form of what he looked like two seasons ago, one season ago, everything pre-bubble. And so I'm sure that there was a collective sigh of relief on behalf of all Toronto Raptors fans to see Pascal Siakam finally have a good game. Keep it in the paint. Score over smaller defenders. I was saying to you before the podcast started, I don't see why he's out at the three-point line at all, why he's trying to take anyone off the dribble, because no big has guarded him yet this entire season. Because it's been proven you can put a wing player on him and he's unable to score against them. And so, you know... With, with that sort of defensive set against Pascal Siakam, he just needs to stay in the post and score. He has the ability. He has a nice bag of tricks down low, and that's what happened in, in this most recent game. So it was a nice one to watch in Sacramento. But, Ben, it does beg the question, what do we do now? Is Aaron Baines unplayable in the regular season? Is Alec, is Alex Len unplayable? Does Chris Boucher deserve starting minutes? Like, what would happen to the bench? It's, uh, it's an interesting one, Ben. Yeah, and we were sort of talking about when Serge Ibaka left and Marcus All left that we should transition to that small ball unit play. Obviously, it would be fine if we started Baines and gave him spot minutes here and there because it is essential to have a big man when you're going up against to the Joel Embiid's of the world and maybe need a, a guy to be in the post and guard Giannis when he's doing those crazy drives. So I definitely think a guy like Aaron Baines still has value, but maybe not in a night in, night out basis only really in specific matchups and stuff because we saw in the playoffs last year the lineup of Fred Van Vliet, Kyle Lowry, Norman Powell, Pascal Siakam, and OG Ananobi at center was our best looking lineup. That's the lineup I wanted us to close games with from the jump at this season and we saw it happen a little bit against the Kings, against the Suns, and it really turned the game around. And I think Nick Nurse, he even came out and quote and said he's looking to go more small ball and with Lane, Baines playing zero minutes in the last game against the Sacramento Kings, I think that's sort of proof that he's willing to try this out and go forward with it and maybe not play exactly Mori ball with the Houston Rockets, but more willing to be focused and run that small ball unit. So Riker, do you, are you in agreement that we should have a small ball unit starting lineup? And if so, does that mean having Boucher out there? Or do you like the lineup where Norman Powell's in the starting unit? Because it's been known for Raptors fans that when Norman Powell's a starter, he's a lot more consistent, looks a lot more confident, and just looks like an all-around better player. He's had ups and downs off the bench, and last year was probably his best be bench season of his career, but I think Norman Powell's the starting three, Siakam is the starting four, and then OG is the starting five. Could really be an interesting look for our squad. Now, Ben, I don't want to turn this into a backcourt conversation because obviously this is focused on our bigs mm -hmm. but I, I i don't know if there was maybe even something to be said for having fred start at that true one spot 
with Lowry's absence from the last game and having a bigger backcourt with Norm at the two. And so I don't hate even the way that they had that lineup set uh, for the start of the um, the Sacramento Kings game, but I, I don't want to go into a conversation. We know what Lowry is able to do. We had our criticisms against him in the most recent podcast was saying, you know, when the Raptors are losing a lot of his chippiness just seems to, I, I don't know, turn the team in towards the opposite direction. So with that being said, Ben, for scale, Chris Boucher, what he's been able to do this season is put up two blocks per game, 13 points per game. He's shooting over 50% collectively, 40% from three, whereas Aaron Baines is shooting 37% from the field. This is a big, he's shooting 37% from the field. I don't even know if he's averaging a block. I don't know if he's got his fingertips on a ball once this season. And you could say the similar stats for Alex Len. So in terms of where does Chris Boucher fit in this mix? I don't think, I don't think it's off of the starting lineup i think we need that spark off the bench and it's not norman powell right it's not stanley johnson heaven forbid it, you know i i think that chris boucher is that sixth man for the toronto raptors okay so are you in agreement you'd like to see the toronto raptors run the lowry fred norm siakam og lineup or do you have something else in mind yeah again i don't know like I think it's said when Lowry plays, he's going to start. I'm just, yeah. I think I, I want to emphasize that to me, it made sense that Fred Van Vliet had the best game of the, se- of the season, maybe one of the best of his career playing that true one spot, actually being the point guard, having a backcourt with a true two rather than two point guards playing the one, two tandem. So I don't want to discount that, but I also think logically it makes more sense to keep Boucher on the bench and play Norm at the three and have that small ball lineup if all the guys are committed to doing that and rebounding. Yeah, no, rebounding is obviously the biggest key when you're running that small ball unit. I think Austin Rivers came out and said he was really frustrated with that Houston Rockets team having to box out seven footers. And it just it's pretty grueling on those guards when they're, they're out there trying to do that sort of stuff. So I definitely hear your point out there. But obviously... This season, by far, I think Lowry's been our most important player. His plus-minus has actually been the positives for at least the first few games of the season. We've been horrific to start off the year. And Fred Van Vliet's been our go-to scorer, our leading scorer, our sort of guy that we're looking and maybe we could say he's the number one option at this point. Siakam definitely has bounced back over the past couple games. So that's something we could, uh, we're, we're definitely past excited about. Past two games, about. Ben, he's looked nice. Yeah, the past two games, Pascal Siakam's been pretty solid. So that's something to take going forward. But I think Fred Van Vliet has been our lead role so far. But the guy that, and you brought him up a lot, you, you said you like Boucher coming off the bench. But a lot of people, specifically in the comment section, and we're plugging it here, the Instagram and the TikTok, they all want Chris Boucher starting. I, I guess that would mean a lineup of Fred, Lowry, OG, Siakam, and Boucher. And that's a lineup I'd be pretty comfortable with as well. Because obviously Boucher may, might be listed as a center, but he's more of a smaller guy. But he's mobile. He can block shots. He's a pretty good rebounder despite being a sleight of frame but he lets us play fast and the Raptors when we lost Gasol when we lost Ibaka we didn't bring back any guys that can really get us easy buckets in the block easy mid-range plays or create offense as Marc Gasol does so if we're gonna have a big out there they have to be capable of doing something on the offensive end and Boucher can knock down the three he's mobile his handle looks much improved this season so would you be comfortable I know you mentioned that you like his spark off the bench but 
We know no, Lowry. I don't and Fred want him in the starting lineup, and I will give my explanation for that, Ben. But I'm waving it around. We got to hit the segment piece because it'll transition perfectly into what I want to say. All right, we'll swing it in right now. Puts it up. Blocked. This was the play earlier. Whoa! Saddle win. Protect the paint, protect your jewels. We got the segment talking about shot blockers here. And Record, do you want to talk about the, the product, Manscaped? We're sponsored by Manscaped now. Tell, tell them about Manscaped, Record. Sponsored, partnered, Ben. This is, again, this is a fantastic one for our brand. I think everybody that's a Raptors Digest OG knows what we're all about. It's entertainment. It's honesty. It's having a good time. Manscaped, man, they're fun. They're a fun product, and they're pretty sweet. I have the uh, the the lawnmower 3.0. My balls have never been smoother. I don't know if that's a little bit vulgar, but uh, they also have deodorant and stuff, man. They're cutting edge, like, it's good. It's good. I laugh. I jest, but um, that's what they're all about, man. They're all about just making a good product. End of the day, that's what the Raptors Digest is all about, too. So if you're interested, use the promo code RAPS, R-A-P-S, and you can check the link down in the comment section, link down in the description, 20% off, whatever you want. Uh, so we're, we're pretty excited about this one, Ben. I know you're in the same camp as me. And mm-hmm. what I love about this segment protect the pain, protect your jewels, besides me finding some absolute gems <laughs> of Raptors players getting hit below the waist with basketballs, is that uh, we're emphasizing guys that can actually protect the paint, shot blockers. And I said at the beginning of this podcast, Ben, Chris Boucher, he's coming out, he's averaging two blocks per game. He's long, he's, he's I don't know, gangly, <laughs> I don't know if that's what, he's wispy, I don't know what how you want to say it. You but this guy, he whiskey? goes... <laughs> wispy wisp he's just he's just long he's like a a tree i don't know he's he's like pascal siakam's first couple of seasons where he just was all legs and arms and but again what does he come out and do he's an energy guy and you put him on the starting lineup he's coming in off the bench getting two blocks getting 13 and a half points per game shooting 40 percent from three shooting 57 percent from the field we saw it every time in the previous two seasons, he would get garbage minutes coming off the bench in the last two minutes of the game. And he would immediately huck up three threes. That's what it felt like. And that's how he developed the Trey Boucher nickname. Now you assert him into the starting lineup, Ben, and I'll, and I'll toss it back to you, but you assert him into the starting lineup. You have Fred as the number one option, which we said at the beginning of the pod, we have Siakam who's the number two option now, and hopefully he's going to keep up his product production. Lowry, we're assuming he's going to play most games. I don't know why he sat off the last game. I think it was personal reasons, but he'd be the clear number three option. And you have OG. He's still trying to struggling to find a shot, but he's that fourth guy. So now where is the productivity that we've been seeing from Boucher if he's by default the fifth option on the starting lineup? Well, the thing about Boucher is he's stretching the floor. He's mobile. He He's just a better fit around those guys than Alex Len, than uh, Aaron Baines in the paint getting in the way of Siakam, getting in the way of Fred Van Vliet's drives, because Fred Van Vliet's finishing around the rim has been much improved this season, it's a big reason he's taken a leap forward, but still, when there's trees around there getting in his way, he doesn't, he's not able to score, just like any other small guard, if there's no lanes for him to go into, Fred Van Vliet's not going to be able to dunk over someone like a, I don't even know, a Derek Jones Jr. or someone random. I don't think Fred can dunk, so he's not dunking over anyone. Well, he could dunk, but I don't know if he's dunked in game, so... Fred Van Vliet, 
he needs a, that space. And the guy that you brought up, OG Ananobi, it seems like whenever the Raptors go small, whenever there's a small ball unit out there, this, the floor just opens up for OG because his handle obviously was much improved in the bubble. We haven't really seen that progression carry over into this season, but he's even though he's not the, the Allen Iverson he looked like going up against the Brooklyn Nets in the first round of the playoffs, he's still really big. And then, as you mentioned, the bigs right now are locked in on Siakam. All the help's locked down on Siakam. And then when OG has lanes the ability to post up no Alex Len Aaron Baines getting in his way as he goes into the paint he's able to just really bully his man right inside and get those spin finishes get his feel his confidence going and then those three start to go down so I think OG has looked a lot better when we ran those small ball units and the defense as well on top of everything OG Boucher as big men I think it would just make a lot of sense to start off with I think I'd finish games with OG at center because I trust Norman Powell more than Chris Boucher right now but I think starting off I could really see that lineup of Boucher starting well and you know having Baines for matchups going up the Embiid's the Drummond's those types of guys but all around I think Boucher is a better fit in that starting role I don't don't see the point, Ben. I don't see the point for a couple of reasons. And the first is we, you know, we said we're going to pick and choose when we'll play Baines and Len because they still have maybe a purpose in guarding Embiid and guarding Drummond and guarding Giannis. You know, you need a big body out there. Boucher's not that guy. You wouldn't start him against those type of. He was big, a mess against the Sixers when Dwight yeah. Howard in them, and that so. was only Dwight Howard, who doesn't yeah. have any post-up move or anything yeah. to his name. Like he has no skill set. So. We're still going to have to start our true bigs during that time, right? So now you're you're only going to play him to start him in situations where there's not a real threat at the five position in terms of their height or in times just size, just really size. I think that there's skilled bigs that are not necessarily huge that Chris Boucher could guard. But you're you're who are you bringing off the bench? Who is the spark off the bench at that point? You know what? How much is his 13 and a half points per game and two blocks per game? How much is that productivity going to drop becoming the fifth option and becoming a guy that shouldn't really be green lighted to shoot every time he touches the ball if he's on the starting lineup? You know, who's going to be the big off the bench? Do we have to now default to Aaron Baines coming off the bench? Like, I, I don't know. I don't see the point in, in forcing him to be a starter when you could just play Norm at the three, have your small ball lineup to start. I said it at the beginning. I want Pascal Siakam to live in the paint mm -hmm. until at some point they say, we can't have guards defending Pascal Siakam anymore. We need to put our traditional bigs back on him because he's eating us alive down in the low block in the post. And then at that point, Pascal Siakam can become the stretch big. But until that happens, I think we're fine to play Pascal Siakam as the, the one big on the and play four out. So... Of course, Chris Boucher can play. He can stretch the floor. I just think he's such he's so valuable as the sixth man, Ben. I see where you're coming from, and I get the, the points you're bringing up. But the one sort of counterpoint, and I alluded to it with my Rockets mention of Austin Rivers being complaining a lot, is over, I guess it's not an 82, 72-game season, having Pascal Siakam, OG Ananobi really take the brunt of those hits down low night after night, from the jump, from the start, that could definitely be an issue for a few of these team players. Don't like that. Anthony Davis is seven foot, super long, and is pro will probably be the best center in the NBA if he played down there. Probably be his potential will be maximized going down there, and he has made it known 
He's a power forward. He doesn't want to be brutin' down there 24-7. And I guess the Raptors players have joked that OG is there is really a true center. But still, he's built for a wing position. That's how he came into the league. Siakam, obviously, we, we're talking about him more so as a guard right now, the way he's been playing. So I think night in, night out, you want maybe a, a truer center to just start off the games and then maybe finish with that lineup that you mentioned. But even with that said, that's sort of the counterpoint. I would agree with you that the lineup of Norm, with Norman Powell at the three, OG at center, Pascal at the four, I kind of like that a little bit better because even though it makes a little bit less sense to, it, it's going to be tougher on OG and Siakam taking those hits, it maximizes Norman Powell. Norman Powell was ridiculous against the Sacramento Kings. It seems like every game there's injuries and he's in the starting lineup. He just plays so much better, even though he's yeah. getting the same amount of minutes. I think to maximize Norman Powell, and that is our best lineup. I think everyone would agree with that. That's our best five players. You just start with it, see what happens, take the brunts. If you're getting hit and stuff, you can bring Boucher in right away. You can bring Baines in because I think Baines is still valuable in a lot of matchups. I don't think he should be a zero minutes per game guy every night. I think Len should be a guy that's zero minutes per game guy every night. I'm, uh-huh. I've fallen off the Len bandwagon. It looks like he's trying hard out there, but he really just doesn't fit our team the way we want to play, the way Nick Nurse wants to play. So that, that's my thoughts on it. We had, And it also gave opportunities for TD and Malachi to come in. I thought they played really well given an extended run, not just spot minutes here and there. So I think that's probably the ideal path we have going forward, but obviously it's Nick Nurse's decision. He scared me a lot starting last game with Alex Len starting, and... He only played four yeah. minutes, though. I was gonna, I was gonna break it out, give him the Damari Carroll Gold Star immediately, and we lost that game. And it was a mess, but it was a bait and switch. So Nick Nurse, I think he knows what he's doing. He came out with the quotes, and I, I think we'll be good going forward. And I'm a lot more confident in this team if we're a small ball unit. Let me just say this, Ben, too, is that I 100% agree with you. We need to unleash Norm because he just mm-hmm. doesn't seem like he has the heart to play when he's coming off the bench. And we're paying this guy 11 million dollars to be a six-point-per-game guy. He's really been a net negative for the Raptors most of this season so far. Yep. Put him onto the starting lineup. He, for the most part, he's been guarding the twos and the threes. So I don't think you're asking a lot more from him from the defensive end if yep. you put him into a small ball lineup. Pascal Siakam, his role on a small ball lineup wouldn't change. He always guards the four, yep. the three or the four, right? So he's the only position that would change would be OG Ananobi. And what you'd expect in him having to take on a much more difficult defensive matchup every night in guarding, you know, the bigs would be that he's exerting more energy and his his offense is going to dip. And the only games that he's been good offensively this season, he's put up 20, point, 20 points in blowout losses. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, his his point production per game has gone from 10 to 12, but he's way less efficient. He's only shooting 26% from three. I I don't, you talk about heart and like interest in the Austin Rivers point and playing on the Houston Rockets. I don't know if this guy's happy out there or not this season. I mean, he's never very much for displaying his emotions, but this season he seems the least energetic of all the seasons I've watched Ananobi. I don't know where his headspace is at, but if, if I'm thinking about, you know, maybe we're going to get less production offensively from a guy who's only shooting 26% from three anyways, but then the upside is that you're going to get more from Norman Powell and really, you're just asking OG to flex his defensive prowess. I would take that risk, Ben. 
Yeah, no, a thousand percent. And honestly, I think OG's offense would actually improve at the center position too because slower guys guarding him, more space for him to do those post-up drives, more three-point shooters to kick it out to and have him open shots. I think it's that's our best lineup. Regardless of who we start, and honestly, I don't really mind who we start. I don't care if we start Baines, Len, and run them four minutes a night, but closing the games with one of those two lineups, and honestly, it could be a... Who's playing well? Is Boucher having a nice night? Is Norm having a good night? See those deep bench lineups, or the late game lineups. We'll see how it goes, but you guys are the best to make this far. Check out the Twitter, the Instagram, all the cool stuff. Check out the TikTok. TikTok has been going crazy, so definitely don't miss out on... I should probably plug this at the beginning of the podcast. Leave a comment down below, all you guys, shouting out the TikTok if uh, you guys want to see that. That would be greatly appreciated. Check out the website. Got a lot of cool articles. Got a, got a controversial article Josh put out saying trade Kyle Lowry, one of our writers. He's doing a really good job, but definitely leave some comments over there. Check that out. But Riker, you have any last words? And subscribe. Ben, we have so many things to plug. And if you're interested in Manscaped, use the wraps code. We have a lot on our plate, Ben. This is hopefully the season's going to turn around and it'll be even more fun. We're playoff bound. Eighth seed, baby. Let's go. Eighth seed? I'm saying second seed. I said eight games in, I decide. I'm, I'm sticking with second seed. Cheers.